On this episode of Crystal Uncorked, we are picking off, we are, <laughs> where I'm going to keep it, we are picking up where we left off. Last week, we did part one of the seven lessons I learned during an epic three-day strategy meeting with my mentor, Patricia Norens, and my integrator, Pauline Blissetti. We are diving right in, so let's get started. Hello, I'm Crystal Vilkaitis. I'm a curious, wine-loving entrepreneur who loves to learn and have open and honest conversations. Join me and my amazing guests as we talk about all sorts of relatable business and life stuff. It's my goal that you'll have fun, learn something new, and get inspired. Wine is not required, but is recommended. This is Crystal Uncorked. All right, welcome back. Seriously, if you have not listened to part one, go over there and listen. We are continuing on with part two here. I am still drinking the same wine, Mount Palmore. <laughs> I have a 2014 Merlot. I shared the story about this last week. Um, it is a great wine. I'm loving it, even though it's not my deep purple color that I normally like. Let's pick up where we left off last week and go right into lesson number four, which is compete against yourself. <sighs> Big breath on that one. That one, game changer for me. I am a very competitive person, uh, like in all ways and in really stupid ways, like even being the fastest at doing something. I'm not like in the third grade, there were awards given out to like all the students for their talents and their skills and their personality or whatever. I got a scissors award. It was a, a paper cutout of scissors because I did things so fast. And one of them was like, I would just cut so fast. It was so messy. It didn't mean it looked great. I wanted to be the first to be done with different, um, homework, like different assignments we had in class and like needed the teacher to know that I was the fastest typer. In fact, I did 95 words per minute in the third grade. Like I'm a really fast typer. I, I was just saying to Dustin the other night, like that's pretty impressive for a third grader. Um, but I like wanted to win and be the fastest. So. The thing is, is that it's because I'm so competitive and I talked about strengths finder on this show, really learning about your top five strengths. And there's more that you can have from there, but really moving in and doing the stuff that you are strong at. And what in my top five, my number one is competitive. And on in the book, it says you will never fully be fulfilled <laughs> because you're so competitive. I'm like, great way to kick off um, my strengths here. I feel really great about myself. So where this came up is the Monday night dinner that we had when we were out at an Italian restaurant, downtown Carlsbad, having some wine, beautiful evening, little humid, but great California weather. And we're talking about crystal and quart. And I confessed to the ladies that I have been spending time kind of like measuring up against other people. Now that I have a podcast, anytime I hear of a podcast or I'm recommended something, something comes up on social, I like immediately go and see how many ratings do they have? How many reviews? What's their average score? How many episodes? When did they start? How many episodes do they do per week? And recently I like caught myself doing this. I'm like, what, what's the purpose of this? Like, how is this going to help me? Why am I doing this? Oh my gosh, I'm like so behind on just posting to my own social media. Why am I spending time doing this? 
And I think there's an element of like procrastination and that's easier to do than create my social media content. But also I'm just so competitive that I'm constantly measuring up. And so Patricia said, what if you just compete against... First of all, she's like, no, you got to stop that. She she was just like, didn't understand that, that I would do that and spend my time that way, which I really loved. It was really like eye-opening for me to watch her be like, why are you doing that? In a way, I kind of felt like, oh, this is like, should I not be admitting this? But I'm in this relationship with Patricia of like, I have to be fully open and honest and transparent because it's the only way she's going to help me with this business, she helps in personal ways too. And it's just amazing. So I had to confess, like I'm wasting time doing stupid shit. And she was like, okay, so what if you, you need to stop that? And what if you just competed against yourself? And it's so funny. She said that because a few days previous, I was on a walk thinking I really need to compete against myself. What could I do with my life? Like, how could I grow as a human If I woke up tomorrow and said, how can I be a little bit better than I was yesterday? How could that improve my life? And I think it would be a fucking game changer if I just compete against myself. So I think this is going to be hard. I caught myself today doing it, like going, how many followers do they have? And how often are they posting? What does their content look like? And then I'm like, stop, 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 stop. This doesn't help you. What do I want my content to look like? What do I, what kind of connection do I want to have with people? What kind of content do I want to put out there into the world? Let's fucking develop that versus me going, spending all this time looking at other people. Stop procrastinating, stop comparing and just fucking show up. Do the work for you. Don't be afraid. Just do the work. And I really believe that you have to take steps in order to really get clear and like, what you want, where you want to go and to fucking get there, right? Like you have to take steps. You don't just like wake up one day and you're there. And so competing against myself, um, I think will be one of the most challenging things of these lessons that, um, and everything that we did because it's just so deeply rooted in me, but I am so up for that and really ready to just compete against myself. So at least I still have some competition, right? Okay. My fifth lesson is stay true to you. We were doing all of our visualization and brainstorming on day one and big picture and where are we going? And I came up with an idea of a new program, a new training program. And it started really big and we scaled it down and we only scaled it down because I wanted it to scale down. Patricia was like, I really want to focus. Like, is, is, is this what you want or do you want this? So we scaled it down and I was like, yes, okay, I want that. And then we, we thought about it a lot. We talked about it a lot day one, but then day two, we kind of went into like, here's where we are. I was going to bed day two and I thought, I'm, I created an idea and a program in my head that I actually think is a really, really great idea and a really helpful idea. I don't think I'm the person to deliver it. Like it's not what's going to make me jump out of bed to create and to do. And I'm really looking for a great program to create while jumping out of bed to do it and loving it. And I know I'm not going to love every second of it, but like, I'm just really on this mission to find those things and where they meet. And so in the morning we're having coffee and I said to Patricia, I just have to be honest. I am feeling 
like, I don't want to do the Epic program, like not the way we've been communicating it. We just called it Epic program because we couldn't think of a name, like not the exact way, not the exact topic and focus that we have. And I just kind of communicated that she totally understood. And she's like, look, we have time. We've got a lot going on. Like you have a vision of what you want. And I see you as this and we you'll get to like what that exactly looks like. And that's it. And it was so great. Like, cause in a way I almost felt bad of sharing it. Like I almost felt like, Oh, I'm going to look wishy-washy because I came up with this idea and I was very, I was very passionate about it. I am. Cause I think it's a really good idea, but it's not what's going to fuel me up. Like not every idea that I have, I should go do. Right. And that's true for every one of us. We have to really find, um, I think there's a book that calls it the hedgehog. It's like what it's this three circles and you find the middle part. Like, what do you love doing? What are you really good at? And what do people, what would people pay money for? And in that center of that circle is what's like the hedgehog. And, um, and so I'm kind of like on this discovery where I have some ideas about it and the structure of it, but I don't know the specifics and it's okay to let that evolve because like I talked about on part one, having time and space for creation and things and ideas to evolve um, is great, is okay. We don't need to do things instantly. And so I was really proud that I actually said something instead of just moving forward with it because I was like, I really need to stay true on like what I want to do and who I am, like who, what I see myself in the future and what I'm talking about and the content I'm producing and all that. Like it really needs to be in line with what my heart is feeling. And then when I shared with Pauline, she was like, yeah, I was kind of feeling like that wasn't the right, I forget how she said it, but she like totally agreed. And it felt good. Like, yeah, I kind of got caught up in this really great idea, but it's not what's a great idea for me. So stay true to you, boo. Just stay true to you. Number six is visualize your made it moment. This like gives me fucking chills. We, Pauline had the best idea. So Monday night we're out at dinner She's like, how about on Tuesday morning? Patricia really likes to run. I love to walk. Pauline's like, why don't you do that next to the beach? And it's like, well, duh. Yeah. We live four miles from the ocean. Why wouldn't I take Patricia to the beach to run? So, um, in the morning, Patricia ran along the ocean. Pauline and I walked down by the ocean and I got to actually tell a funny story. So pause for this commercial break. Pauline and I are walking on the beach and um, I see this really beautiful stone, like a seashell stone rock, you know, like you see just such really pretty unique things in different colors. And it was so shiny. And I was like, Oh my God, that's so pretty. And we kept walking. And as we were walking, I was thinking, man, I really wish I actually would have touched that. It looks so like shiny. I just want to like put my fingers over. I can't believe how smooth it is. And then I was like really thinking about it. And then we kept talking and walking and I was like, oh, there's another one. I'm like, hey, hold on one second. I just got to touch this. And I bend down and I put my fingers on it and my fingers, instead of like being hard and touching it, this beautiful shiny stone that washed up onto the ocean for me to marvel at and say, wow, isn't nature fascinating? My fingers went right through it. It was wet. It was fucking bird shit. I like had to stop to put my fingers in bird shit. 
And Pauline's like kind of stops and is watching me and kind of thinking, you could tell like in her brain, she's thinking, what's going on? What's she doing? What's she doing? I do that. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. I just didn't realize. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I thought it was like this beautiful seashell. And she's like, yeah, I've got a bunch of those on my car. <laughs> like it was so funny. I can't believe, but then we started talking about like perspective, right? Like what I saw in my head of what that was on the beach. It was so funny. Um, anyways, that's my silly story of the obviously not California girl. I'm a transplant walking on the beach. I obviously don't get to the beach enough that I don't even know that that's fucking bird poop moving right along because this is really actually a powerful lesson. And I would love for you to do this too. Like seriously, can we maybe turn this into a movement? Can we maybe just our crystal uncorked movement? Can we have you, all all of us together, visualize our made it moment? And so here's how this happened. We all met back after the run walk and Patricia's like, I got a crazy idea, but what if we just take a couple minutes, we look out at the ocean and we each share what a a vision that we see that success looks like. And I'm like, Oh, I love this. Cause I do this a lot. Like I love visualizing and these thoughts will come to me quick too. And I just love thinking big picture. And so I'm like, yes, this is amazing. So we all agree. Okay, let's do it. And I'm like, I'll go first. I just so already know. And so I share mine looking out. And for me, I love speaking. I love being on stages and, but it's more about like people resonating with the content and enjoying the content. Like I love when people laugh at my jokes or my stories. Um, I love when people are like, Oh, like if I tell a touching story, I love when people come up to me after I spoke and are crying. Um, like I like making people cry, but in a good inspiring way. And, um, I just saw myself, like somebody introduced me and I walk out on stage and I have really cool shoes and really cool outfit. And I feel so good. And I walk out and it is a stadium of at least 5,000, mostly women. And they're on their feet. Like they know me and they're clapping and they're so excited to hear. And all of a sudden I have this moment of like, whoa, it's happening. The made it moment is here. And I almost get emotional. I possibly cry right there on stage. And I have to collect my thoughts for a moment. And then we fucking dive into awesome content. And in that hour or 90 minutes that I'm talking to this amazing audience, they are laughing at my stories. They are resonating. The plane is landing for them. It's connecting. They're taking notes. They're like, Oh, that's a good, like you could just tell that they're getting so much from the fucking content. And, um, and then I have so many chills all over my body. And then, um, I just, end, and I'm like, I love you all. And I walk off the stage. I'm like, Holy fucking shit. That was the coolest thing I've ever done. Like that's my made it moment. Um, and I hope that I have permission. I'm going to just say this. And then, uh, you know, if I have to cut it out, I will, I'm sure they're fine. But, um, Pauline's vision was we're at our own conference that we're hosting and we just have this line of business owners that are just in line to tell us how we've helped their business grow and how we've been there for them, which is like, Oh my God, emotional. I feel like there'd be so many tears and like celebration. And that is just an incredible vision. 
And then Patricia's vision was we're all on Zoom together, like we're all on a call and she's holding the papers in her hands like we hit our number. Like we just hit this revenue goal that we have for three years from now. And it's just like we did it. And it's just like this celebration. It's so exciting. And what she said is I want us to take this moment and think about it anytime we are feeling down, frustrated. We had a bad week. We didn't hit our sales goals. We had an angry customer. We got a mean email. You know, the world is, feels like it's crumbling. Whatever's happening. Let's go back to our made it moments and kind of like, it's almost, I view it as like getting an alignment done, you know, on your car. Like, let's make sure we get back into shape here and get back on track. And, um, I absolutely love that. So I coined it the made it moment. And I think that we need this to happen for my listeners, like I was saying. So I would love for you to think about what is your made it moment? Like after this or pause this right now, don't wait, pause it right now and think about like visualize what does that look like for you in that moment of like, oh my God, I made it. This is what I've been working so hard for. I am in the fucking moment. I'm in the fucking moment. Okay. And then if you want to share that shit with me, because I would love to hear it. Please, 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 please share it. Okay. Um, I'm really excited about that. I really hope that you share it with me. That would be really exciting. Um, I just want to say another quick commercial break here. I was on the airplane a couple of years ago with Dustin. And I was in the middle seat. And I love working on the airplane. And a song came on. And I just like got so swept up into this vision. And I saw this conference room and it's very similar where I'm like coming out to go speak and it's my conference. I'm coming out to speak and I'm like dancing on stage and the energy's there. And it's the same kind of vision that I saw that I just shared with you. But all of a sudden Dustin like hits my arm like totally laughing at me. He's looking at me and laughing at me like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh my God, I blacked out. I did not realize... I was sitting there because I have earphones in with this music and I'm sitting there and I was like this. Just feeling it. Now, obviously there was a lot of quietness. If you're listening to this podcast, I was showing my facial expressions of me just like looking up, seeing I'm in the moment. This is amazing. Oh my God. And I just have this look of like, wow, these possibilities. And I love this. And I just totally did not even realize I was on an airplane. (laughs) I just spaced out. So Pauline knew that story. So when I shared my vision, my made it moment at the ocean, she's like, oh, is it this? You know, I made that face again. It's, it's an ongoing joke. So our visions are powerful, guys. I really, really, really encourage you to make a made it moment. All right. And now our seventh lesson. Again, I could have had so many, but these are the seven that I picked. Um, this one is actually related personally. So when Patricia flew in, we went and got lunch and we were just talking about like personal life and relationships and, you know, what we want to do in our lives. And, um, we were talking about finances. We're also talking about marriage. You know, Dustin and I are obviously not married. And so we were just talking about like how we do our finances and then how Patricia and her husband, Adrian, do their finances. And her tip was treat your finance, your household finances like a business. She's like, we treat our finances like a business that like I, because I love business so much, um, that so landed for me. I was just like, whoa, Like for Dustin and I, 
to, cause we're completely independent with money and everything. We, um, but we have shared bills and everything, of course, but you know, we don't really like talk about the budget and the vision and the goals and where are we going? What's our strategy for our business? Like the strategy for our, our lives, you know, like how often do we do that? We get so caught up in, you know, all, all the work I have to do. And we work so hard for, you know, to make a living and some of you have children and you're just working so hard for them or you're taking care of parents or a family member. And we just get so caught up in life that we don't take that time of like, where do I really want to go with my partner? Like, where do I really want to go with my family in three years? What's that vision in five years? And then how do we get there? It's like taking exactly what I talked about, make time for strategy, start with big ideas and work backwards, you know, do that for your personal life. And then the finances come in of like, okay, so this is what we want to achieve. How are we going to do it? And, um, and really having conversations around that and treating our, our budget, like and our money as if we're partners in this business. Now, Dustin and I always call each other babies. So we call it the Babus business. And this past Saturday, we sat out on the patio and had our first Babus business meeting. And uh, I just said, like, in three years, like, how do you want to feel? What do you want to have? Like, what does life look like? And I shared two. And thankfully, they were in alignment because if we weren't, that would be challenging, right? We'd either have to make compromises or kind of figure out how that could work. Or you might find out that we're not right to have this business together. Right. And thankfully that's not the case for us. Cause I kind of like him. So we spent some time doing that and we definitely have more work to do on getting more specific and creating some timelines and deadlines for things and kind of like getting tighter with our plan. But I'm so excited to treat it that way and visualize it that way. It just changed everything for me and thinking of my finances with Dustin and where we're going with our life. And to treat it like a business, like it just sounds more interesting and fun, at least for me, because I'm so business oriented. So that was a huge thing for me. And thankfully he's like so on board with treating it all that way too. I'm really thankful for his openness and just like willingness to go all in on it. So I am so excited about it. And, um, those are my seven lessons. So let's recap. You need to spend time on strategy. Start the meeting with big thinking, then work backwards, give space to create and don't rush the process, compete against yourself, stay true to you, visualize your made it moment and treat household finances like a business. Now, uh, I have to just say it again. You have to send me your made it moment. If you haven't done it yet, why haven't you done it? I need you to pause this. I need you to do your made it moment. Okay. Please, 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 please do it and send it to me. Um, next week is the 25th episode of Crystal Uncorked. And so I asked Dustin Pizer, my boyfriend, who you know, who is a fan favorite to interview me and ask some questions about how the podcast is going so far, what I've learned. And, um, that will be next week. We're going to open a nice bottle of wine and celebrate and share. So I hope you tune in for that. Thank you so much for your time and listening to this. As you know, it really means the world. Thank you. Cheers to you. And I'll see you on the next see you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. 
Are you on Instagram? I'd love to see pictures of you listening to the show, a screenshot of your favorite episode and or your favorite wines. Share them with me. Just follow and tag at Crystal Uncorked. I can't wait to see you there. All right. I'll see you on the next See You.